Hey peeps, Roxy Lady here. Today I want to talk about energy conservation. And I'm not talking conserving the energy in your phones with a very specific charger or anything like that, or even just taking off all the garbage that you accidentally downloaded or whatever else. I don't care about that. I'm not talking about your house doing the different things you have to do to make it more efficient. So your heating bill or your air conditioning bill is better. I don't care about that right now. Except for I do love air conditioning, I'm not going to lie. Especially because Colorado is hot as F lately. It's crazy. But I'm talking about the energy in our bodies. The things we need to stay strong daily. So you have average cats that don't have multiple sclerosis like I do or some of these acquired brain, brain injuries like people I know. But they are superstars, but also they're exhausted in their own right. And they have their reasoning. You know what? I'm tired because my boss doesn't appreciate me and I have to do everything that he doesn't do. And then you talk to the boss and the boss says, oh, I'm so tired because all of my people, all of my subordinates don't listen. They're not doing what they need to do, so I have to do it. Or I'm tired because I work so hard and I work nights and, and I have to have a few drinks so I can pass out. And then I wake up and I feel like garbage. I'm tired. But then you look at somebody like me or other people that deal with conditions similar to mine. And they struggle every day just to be normal, just to get out of bed. I wake up every day and have a very real conversation with God and with my body. And I ask, I say, are you going to wake up today, dude? Are you going to make this happen? And sometimes it says no because I did too much the day before. Or it doesn't work with me the way that I need to. Maybe I have uh, more spasticity in one side of my body so one side has to overcompensate and so that's another level of exhaustion and then doing the basic things getting in and out of the shower that's having to heave myself over the the bathtub thing to get in there and be safe exhausting having to walk down these stairs and back up these stairs in this townhome I live exhausting but all these things keep me moving it's like these people who do amazing things and have the energy that blows my mind I think it's an engine that keeps cooking, and the more you stay moving, the more you stay moving. So this is what I'm thinking about myself. You know, Roxanne, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. You get off your ass, and you do what you have to do. So I'm telling you, I walk up, I live on the second floor of a townhome. Uh, My uh, mother person, her name is Helen, she has a fundraiser on my page, and it's a dental fundraiser, and she really, all she wants is a, a big, beautiful smile. And I think we can do it, guys, so keep your head in the game. So back on track, what I was saying, other than that, I'm saying that I'm climbing up these stairs. And here's the thing, you have to consider I am a wheelchair person or a walker user, and and it's not an accessible situation. It's not like I take a little elevator up. I have to climb. I have to heave my body with my arms and my legs up these. I have to crawl up these stairs sometimes. My boyfriend has had to lift me up these stairs because I just couldn't. And it's usually because I get overheated. So that segues into another level of exhaustion. I'm exhausted from doing the thing. Exhausted because my sleep is is uh, is disturbed because my body is moving all the time. When I sleep, I've had people tell me they could see my back muscles moving under my skin. And I say, yeah, that's lame, that sucks, and it's uncomfortable. But hey, but maybe it keeps me from having back fat. Let's work on that, right? So anyways, I get up the stairs. And I do what I have to do. And then I get back down the stairs and I do what I have to do. And then 
I go about in the world and it's hot as F in Denver. And I have to remember, it's all, it starts with the brain, right? Say, brain, what do I need to do not to be miserable with the heat and be sucky? Because when I get hot, I turn into like a toddler. I'm telling you, like a two-year-old that hasn't gotten enough sleep and she is upset about something. And I can't communicate with myself well in that department because my brain is so fried. So, okay, we're getting there. We got that. So I figured out maybe, or maybe the person that I've victimized with my bratty behavior figures it out and helps me. So I know I need to do a certain thing. I know when I wake up, I need to make sure my legs are underneath me. I need to make sure my stupid little ice packs are frozen that go into my cooling vest when it's hot as F like it is in Denver. And it's weird because sometimes I, I used to have one that kind of looked like I was going on the safari and my friends made fun of me because you have these ice packs. You put them in these little pockets and it's this like the safari or uh, tour guide vest looking thing. And then I got a new one that's black and it makes me look like I am a I'm in the mafia or maybe even just, you know, uh, you know, a hitman or something. It's it's bizarre, but it works. And I have to have a discussion with myself. Get over. It doesn't matter that it doesn't go with your outfits, Roxanne. You put those ice packs that you froze last night in that thing and you kill it. Okay. And I'm telling you, I get so exhausted sometimes that people have trouble waking me up. And so I'm having to work on that too. I have to make sure I get enough rest because otherwise I get the paramedics called on me. It's happened. The ex-in-laws tried to wake me up by slapping me and or squirting me with water and or shaking the shit out of me and it didn't work so they called the paramedics and they showed up and I didn't wake up when they were bugging me and it was funny because not so funny but interesting they go to lower me to the ground because I think they were gonna have to do they thought they were gonna have to do some real serious stuff to my body and as they jarred my body to be lowered to the ground it woke me up and I looked around and there were all these really tall sexy men in uniform in my room and without even hesitating, apparently, I said, is it my birthday? Oh, man, this is a shit. And, you know, I'm happy the comedic timing was there when I was coming out of my stupor. But at the same time, it's all dangerous. I have to make sure I get enough rest. I don't need people calling the paramedics on me when they think I'm sleeping too deeply or not sleeping. I'm dead or dying, you know. So that happens. But I have to tell myself every day, Roxanne, you got to pay attention to your body. You got to make sure you're getting enough rest. You got to make sure you're eating the right foods. And these are all very tedious sounding things sometimes. Because everything's a job in my life. I have to really overthink everything. It's a pain in the ass. But it's mine. But what I'm saying is, if you have these exhausting moments, if you have these tiring things, it starts with your brain. Your brain is the director of your trajectory. All you have to do is listen or give it what it needs to be able to communicate with you. Because your non-conscious is kind of an asshole. Because it doesn't have a sense of humor. It doesn't read between the lines. Sometimes you just need to be straight up with it and yourself so you can move forward. And do better and be the best you can be. So I freeze those ice packs and I put them in my weird vests and I move forward and I, I try. But people don't realize it's exhausting also because I'm tired. My body's tired. But then I have to communicate with people above and beyond. 
Okay, so Roxanne has a walker and or a wheelchair. Do you have a vehicle that can fit these things? And if you do, do you know how to disassemble it so I can put it back together? Or you can put it back together, because let's be real. If I'm waiting to get in it out in the passenger side, you need to do work, right? It seems like it's such a pain in the ass, but after a minute, it just becomes second nature if you do it right. I don't care about conserving energy in a lot of different ways, but I know that when it's your body, it's an important, important job. So I've been eating a lot better, making better, less inflammatory dietary things, trying to do the best I can, trying to get enough rest, which is hard when you have a new boyfriend. You know what I mean? JK, JK, but not so much. Um, it's a battle all day for everybody. And maybe it's because your boss is a jerk, or maybe because you're a boss and you're and they're your your people are jerks. It's there's always a thing, or you're stuck in traffic and it's the reason you're unhappy and the reason you didn't get enough sleep, or maybe you didn't get a chance to relax and watch television and, and decompress and, and so your next day was awful. Everybody has different priorities. Everybody has different things that stand in their way of success or healthiness. And like I said, I'm kind of a shit show, so I'm not overly healthy all the time because I have this condition. But also, you know, you get mad and you get butthurt because you want to do the things everybody else can do. But this is the moment where we take a conversation to the flow. And you talk to yourself and you talk to your non-conscious and you say, I'm doing this. I am going to be well today. I'm going to do the best I can, and it's going to be good, and I'm going to be well. And, you know, and it's, it's not always easy, though, to get your head in the game, right? But it starts with you. And it starts with keeping some real serious situations out of your pocket, like emotional succubi or succubuses or incubuses, if it's male. Um, emotional vampirism is real, and family is usually the biggest culprit. And I'm not saying cut out your family, but keep an arm's length or arm's reach or maybe, you know, uh, do a little space and be kind when you do it because it only hurts you in the long run. Or even just individuals that maybe you work with or people that that you interact with daily and they're just negative and it drains your life force when you're working in a positive program in your brain. You have to take this information and compartmentalize it. Don't take it into your body, into your mind, into your heart. That's the hardest thing to do, but it's truth. I've had to learn that. I, when when I did the job that I used to do, I, I talk about it a few times. I, I, you know, helping seniors and disabled people with their benefits, which you've got people who are very sick and unhappy, and they are now people. And they choke at my office, and they were so intense and having all these feelings and whatever, and all they needed was help. And as they walk out, they're usually in better condition than when they showed up. But in those moments, you have all that energy suckery happening. So you have to learn to put it in a different pocket, in a different place. So it's not eating you alive. I think we have one job when we're, we deal with MS or even just dealing with life in general. We have to be our own advocate. We have to communicate better with our doctors. We have to communicate better with our bodies. We have to communicate better with our drivers. I say drivers because a lot of us have Medicaid that pays for our transport. Uh, I'm blessed. 
That's where I start. I'm blessed because I see better than some. I walk better than some. I definitely talk better than some. Attitude of gratitude, right? That's the best energy conservation thing you can do. If you start loving who you are and loving people even though they're flawed around you and keeping them in a safe pocket so it doesn't eat you alive, it starts there. And then it starts with love. Love is so big and it's so strong. And we don't talk to people anymore because we, we're so worried about our phones, making sure the battery is charged, and charging our phones and the things that keep us distracted from reality and human beings. People are our recharge buttons if we do it right. Granted, I told you we have succubi or incubi. But if you engage with people in a positive way, way and there's an exchange of energy it charges you up it builds you up it's your job to take it in the way that you're supposed to it's your job to communicate with others so they communicate better with you and it's not easy when you're feeling tired and grumpy and irritated and life sucks but it's your job it's your brain's job so start having conversations with your non-conscious or your your uh Your subconscious people are more familiar with that. And just building it up. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am healthy. I am healing. I am healing every day. Thank you, God. I try to do this. It's not not always successful, but it helps and it works. I think saying it about 20 times every day really works. You start believing. You start drinking your own Kool-Aid, guys. But conserve your energy in different ways, but also take in energy and then push energy back out. And it's like I said, when I, it's so funny because my boyfriend laughs anywhere I go, I have an interaction with somebody and it's on purpose, but then it's not. And because I want to see smiles on their face. I want to see people being the best version they are, even if they're working behind the register. He looks at me or no, at the DMV too. All these random places I end up, I have, I definitely have a little more conversation with people than they're used to, and either they're in it or they're not. And I can't tell because I'm visually impaired, so I can't read their facial expression, so I don't give a rat. But then I do, you know. I'm glad I can't see most of it, if they are being crusty. So I'm going to ignore that. I digress. My point is this. Every time I have those moments, those moments of engagement, other people and their energy and making them happy or making them smile on a day where you think they probably thought they weren't going to. Because I'll be goofy as F if I have to be to help you. And to be in a wheelchair and to try and encourage people or to be kind to people, it's even better because their standards for you are already really low. So when you're a badass or you're, you're kind and you encourage them in their life, it's, it's a game changer. And it is for me too because it fills my love tank, guys. I love this. I love encouraging. I love building people, giving people more positive energy. Do the best you can. That's all you can do, but you can always do better. Just think about every day is a new chance to do better, to discuss with your body, your non-conscious, your whatever, read a book that tells you about yourself. Do whatever you can to build yourself up. And it works if you listen to it. Right?
Okay, folks, I'm going to go ahead and sign off today. I'm going to catch you on the flip. And I appreciate you listening, and I hope this was helpful to somebody. Because that's what really fills my love tank, guys. Thank you, and I look forward to talking your faces off at a later juncture.